Hey, it's Sean. Hey, it's Bree. And this is I Can Explain. The podcast where we answer the questions that you are too afraid to ask. And this week's topic is the gay stages of life. Yes. The gauges of life. Wow, beautiful. But that could be like G-U-A-G-E-S. The gauges. And like we don't have gauges in our ears or anything. So we're yet again phonies. Well, you know what? Most of the things we talk about, we don't know anything about. So this might as well be a gauge this, expert I could, yeah, exactly. episode. Yeah. <laughs> we're just going to dive into gauges yeah. today. How to get into gauges. How we got out. (laughs) (laughs) Our survival story. All right. Before we get into gauges, Mm -hmm. um, wherever you're listening, please follow or subscribe. I am very excited because we've seen a spike in follows. Threats. They work. However... I can also see with that spike of follows that there is a spike of listeners who are still not following. (laughs) I was like, where's this going? And I'm pissed about it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm happy that they're there, but I'm going to circle back and I'm fucking furious. (laughs) Just so angry. So wherever you are listening, dear God, Follow, subscribe, rate us five stars. If you're on Spotify, you no longer have an excuse. You have to rate us five stars. You can there too. The new listeners don't know that we will come for your families. We will. And you know what? Those who have rated us five stars and five stars only. Your families are safe. For now, until there's another (laughs) way to support us. And then they're they're back up as collateral damage, honestly. Targets are back on. We already had all their addresses (laughs) from the first round. So we've already got the Excel doc ready. It's pretty easy to circle back, honestly. So please, (laughs) (laughs) kindly. Follow, subscribe, rate us five Just like stars. The kindness in our hearts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and um, follow us on Instagram mm-hmm. at Sean.Lusk, at Brianne Williamson. Oh, we're going to get into this. This just reminded me no, of fucking Instagram. No. <laughs> at I Can Explain Podcast on Instagram and on TikTok. Now, before we get into anything else, <laughs> I just need to leave this podcast already. <laughs> if y'all thought Sean and I fought <laughs> during last week's episode, I stayed here for probably two hours post recording. And Lauren had to pull us apart as we WWE wrestle. I was so angry, so (laughs) furious. And I cannot wait to fill the listeners in. (laughs) Because if you thought what you heard on last week's episode was bad, because you did, because I'm right and Sean's wrong. So (laughs) you obviously agree with me. Uh Just wait till you hear what happened when the cameras went off and speaking of cameras if you do want to watch this on video you can if go. you want to catch the next fight in person we will be streaming at pay-per-view well especially when we're fighting i feel like our 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 facials really add to it yeah you know well because you always go yeah so you can get the victim at it <laughs> you can go to the link in our bio at, our, at i can explain podcast become a patron Videos go up every week for patrons only. Thank you so much to all of our patrons that support this podcast. You also get to talk on our Discord about how I'm right, how much you like Crocs, how much you like Taylor Swift, how Taylor Swift is gay. There's been a lot of Taylor Swift discourse, but there hasn't been a lot of pro-Croc. There's been a lot of meh to the Crocs, Uh, and there has been a lot of Sean is right. So. There's been zero of Sean is right. I've heard quite a few people say that they don't understand Crocs. Also, I was going to say, and 
it was one of my crock points and I'm going to bring it back up. I gave you the benefit of the doubt Mm -hmm. that part of your crock wearing Mm -hmm. was for the comfort. But what I didn't. Sorry, this is just a delicious. Oh, why did you look at the mic after? (laughs) I don't know. I was just making sure it was on. I don't know. (laughs) What I forgot to mention Mm -hmm. is that I don't even find crocs comfortable. Oh, for fuck's sake. No, I don't like them. So you have a With flawed the weird little, argument from weird the start. little baubles in the bottom. So then you know it's not for comfort. If you do, then you then you would so agree. If it's, it's not for, for style, comfort. no, then it's... I can't agree with that point. Anyways, go okay. off about the lesbians. You are in big trouble, my friend. <laughs> Should I even call you a friend anymore? I'm not Probably sure. Not. So you may have heard <laughs> on last week's fucking episode that Sean disinvited me. From a trip. Facts. Said trip is to visit LA lesbians that he thinks I am not cool enough for to be around in my Crocs. He's embarrassed of me. I'm hidden away up here in Canada. We've established that. Yeah. Most we- of that was projecting, but I don't disagree with it. <laughs> we also have established that Sean does not tell me I'm hot enough on mm-hmm. Instagram. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, (laughs) after the podcast ended, I gave Sean another chance for a communicative conversation to sort out our differences and get to the bottom of why he wasn't supporting me on Instagram. Yeah. As a friend. Yeah. Because the least you can expect from your friends, probably. Yeah. When you post a picture that you feel really good and confident about yourself in. You know, a little emoji, a little looking good. Yeah. Nice pick. Mm-hmm. Little engagement. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. As I do for every single one of Sean's posts, I make sure that he knows that I am there to support and love and validate. Right. Him. Yeah. So I said, Sean, you've got the floor. Okay. <laughs> Let's discuss this because we need to get to the bottom of this. I want to squash it. I want to move past it. Right. You're Sean, always about moving past. You're just, it, that's my thing. That's your thing. I just, I'm so good at letting things peacekeeper. go. Peacekeeper. I'm, I'm so good. It just rolls right, right. off my back. You know? Water off a duck's back. Yeah, seriously. You know, me and freedom, for example. Yeah. Are working on Just light souls. It's just, it's just light. I, I do disdain them. <laughs> but we're working on it. Yeah. Okay. So I was trying to do the same with Sean. Mm-hmm. I was trying to work through it. Mm-hmm. I said to Sean... You know, you've got the floor. And he said, here's the thing. I don't comment on anyone's Instagrams. I am just not a commenter. Okay. Thank God I would have fallen (laughs) for these lies, for this manipulation. Had Lauren, Sean's roommate, not walked into the room, perked up her ears and said, hold on. Yes, you do. (laughs) Yes, you actually fucking do. Mm -hmm. You comment on all of the LA girls' Instagrams. Now, if you listen to last week's episode, you could only imagine that these were two (laughs) separate issues. The cancellation of the LA trip and the not liking my Instagram post. And then they came together. I did not think that they correlated so, they were so intertwined. Simpatico, yeah. 
turns out the same people <laughs> that Sean is not inviting me to hang out with because he's embarrassed of me. He is projecting once again. Never said that. Up. He is your honor. Strike that from the record on Instagram. Yeah. Now I being an amazing friend. Yeah. Did not believe Lauren's slander at first. I said, Lauren, listen, <laughs> when Sean tells me something, I believe him. And if he's telling me that he is not a commenter, mm-hmm. then I'm going to listen. I'm going to believe what he has to say. Yeah. So I said, you know what? Unless there's receipts, I'm not going to get angry. Really? And she's like, well, the internet's forever. So and she we said, go. well, why don't you take a peek? So I said, Ugh. I don't want to do this. I don't want to be the one to do this. It wasn't my idea. I said, you know what? If you insist. The lies. I pull up the Instagram pages mm-hmm. of some of these LA lesbians. It was one. One of these LA Strike that from the record again. I go every Not everyone. Photo I went back just because I was like. <laughs> has not only a little emoticon, a little fire emoji or something. I might have, again, Peacekeeper, let that roll off my back. Right. I actually don't think I've inside ever just called an Scratch that too. <laughs> inside jokes are flowing in the comments. Amazing compliments <laughs> that I couldn't have even thought to put together. I know the one that really got to too. <laughs> I know it. Go ahead, say it. That one made me laugh. When you repeated that, I was like, that's fucking funny. It just said, wow. Queen of linen, <laughs> because they were Queen wearing. Queen of fucking linen. I've never seen you in linen. I, it's uncontested currently. Me, me. The throne is open. <laughs> me consistently posting photos. I thought you were going to say wearing have, linen. <laughs> I was like, Your Honor, strike that. <laughs> I have never received queen of anything. Yeah. And you are so desperate to make sure that they feel validated and wonderful when they post that you write a comment like queen of fucking linen at the time she was the queen of linen okay so here's the thing i no no it's not over and you will not you will not carry on until i finish (laughs) this conversation ended with me storming out of this apartment well it wasn't really a storm because you were wearing crocs so it was like a, a bouncy shuffle (laughs) <laughs> waddling angrily out of this apartment <laughs> after I said to Sean you don't comment on photos and he said hold on no 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 I just don't comment on lesbians photos <laughs> and I said excuse me what and he goes well I guess these lesbians pointing to me and Lauren. <laughs> that's. I think it was the, uh, something not like that. No, that's exactly what I think it was the opposite of that. I no, think it I wasn't. said those. I don't comment on anyone's photo except those lesbians. Anyways, no, that's not how it went, Sean. the The point is, is that you. you oh, and then you have the audacity <laughs> to go back. And start just commenting on my photos. I only commented on two. The Tr- last one. Trying and then, to. And then the foot roast. Phony. <laughs> Listeners, it's like when you get in an argument with your significant other. Mm-hmm. And you say to them, you never bring me flowers. And then they show up with flowers the next day. Those flowers mean nothing. I just had to ask you for those flowers. What? True. <laughs> Did you mm-hmm. have this happen to you? No. Okay. Go ahead. Carry on. Um, so I will let you know that because you are my best friend and you left my apartment Mm -hmm. in such a scattered crock filled hurry. Yeah. 
I sat there and I thought, you know what? Mm-hmm. I think 99% of this is a bit from her, but there's 1% that isn't a bit. No, you've got that reversed. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I think that there's some of it that actually hurt Brie. And I actually... <laughs> shockingly to the listeners felt bad about it you so i did this is so exciting sean has a soul everybody i took myself on a transformative journey okay the next morning when i (laughs) was driving to work you shouldn't be on your phone at that time (laughs) (laughs) i wasn't on my phone you're commenting (laughs) no i wasn't listening to music and i was just thinking oh i am not well so I'm this dri- is my level. So I'm driving and okay. I was like, okay, there's, so there's, there's a compound history here because mm-hmm. like I had said, my friend Jet just said that I hadn't liked his photo and Brie is saying that I don't comment on her photos. Mm-hmm. So I thought, why mm-hmm. is this happening for people mm-hmm. that I consider dear best friends of mine? And That's the, a great question. And the lesbians that Brie wants to um, kill and skin and wear <laughs> are getting comments about wow, queen of skin suits. <laughs> queen of skin and then I think I realized it's just because mm-hmm. I think Can that I, hear this fucking mouthful? Okay. I think this is kind of sad. I feel like it takes us out of this this bit, bit argument. Okay. But I feel like you get really comfortable with friendships yeah, and yeah. with like close friends. Yeah. I don't feel like I'm not like, oh my God, she needs, I feel like we're behind the, behind the scenes best friends as well. You know, like we're always texting. Mm -hmm. I feel like I will text you something as a response or like, wow, like this, you know, I feel like I'm more like, Mm -hmm. I'll send you a text. Yeah. But I feel like with new friends, Mm -hmm. I am trying to like engage and impress them. And be part of, you know, I'm trying to trying to bring the jokes back up, trying to, you know, build these things. And mm-hmm. I think that's what is happening. So I will apologize to you that I have let you down. Okay. I will not apologize about the Crocs, but <laughs> that's what I'll give you. Okay. I accept your apology. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. I, it's like, have you seen that meme on... Um, on uh, well it's a long going meme on twitter like there was a recent one on tiktok that was like uh someone posted if you come to my funeral i'm gonna make everyone show a picture of me with you to get in yeah and then someone like uh (laughs) duetted it or whatever and was like um me at my best friend's funeral trying to find a fucking (laughs) picture together (laughs) to show it and sean and i had a situation a few months back where we um were in talks with someone about a project and they were like oh can you send any like pictures or videos that you have together for content i'm like i have pictures of brie from my perspective when we were together yes but you but don't not want a those single one, no. not a single one with each other nothing no i get it so it's very true it is very behind the scenes yeah and even like um i think honestly if I'm being honest, it, it is a bit, but on if I'm being honest, I'm like that with my friends yeah. too. Cause I like, you but get you that are, behind you the are, scenes you thing. are a hyper. I am a hyper. So I have taken it to note that I need to be more of a hyper to my, my long time. You know what it is? You've, you've, you've opened up doors for other friendships. I love that because I feel like, I feel like also something special is going to happen when people see Sean's comment come in because when they see mine, they're pro- it's probably old news now. They're like, Oh, breathe the hyper here again. Can always count on her. But Sean's, they're going to be like, I must really look hot today. Oh, see there. I've, 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 
had build up. <laughs> now I'm. Oh, ready. you're just edging yeah. everybody. I, have, I do. I feel like I comment on your sister's photos consistently is more this than yours. A fucking joke. Well, because she's the baby. Is the baby's so fun. So you have to comment. That's yeah. True. That's fair. That's true. Like how I, I wanted that baby's matching outfit. Like Blake has been like Blake is literally already cooler than I am. I've had to like stop posting or like refrain from posting too much Blake because I have to remember like this isn't my baby and like the content that people want to see on my account. Yeah. Because if like I was following someone and they were always posting their like random family members who it is to someone who has never met me or my sister online. Yeah. Like kid, they'd be like, who's this kid all the time? Like this isn't part of your life story on the internet. Like what's going on? I have to remember that because like if it was up to me in our family chat, we received like 20 photos a day. Oh, I know that we're just getting the tip of the iceberg. And there'll be times because we're so embarrassingly obsessed where Brooke will have like not sent a photo in like seven hours. And I'll be like, so is there a photo coming today or like what the fuck's going on here? Yeah. So if it's up to me, that would be like my entire story from now. (laughs) Oh my God, guys. Very quickly. (laughs) I feel like also this has been a great segue into the gauges of life. Oh my God, it is. It's a beautiful segue. Okay. So, um, uh, yeah, basically, for those of you who don't know already, my sister, um, who is a wonderful, beautiful person, is uh, straight, married to a man. They've been married for a couple years now. Um, I think three, honestly. I think it's been pretty long. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Are we supposed to keep track of other people's fucking marriages <laughs> Maybe at this your point? Sister, I don't probably. know. Fuck. I don't know people's like birthdays, ages. <laughs> I do know my sisters. Um, Good cat. See, there. that's that's where I'm bad. That's right. where I'm bad. My friends all the time clock me. They're like, I, I don't know your fucking birthday. I can't tell you your birthday right now. I couldn't I have tell no you your birthday clue. either. I, I'm I know bad what with month that. It's in. And there's some people that care about that, right? Can I guess? Yeah. November. I know it's in November. Okay. Twenty first close november 23rd oh see it was close very close but that's the thing is like uh, to other people like for example like my love language of showing my friends love is like hyping them up like if they start like a small biz or a new job or like if they post an instagram pic i feel like i'm a hyper right but like i can't fucking tell you what your work title is or what your fucking birthday is like stat stuff. Like, I don't fucking know with the name of your degree that you got. I don't know. I've, I've talked to you through all the things you did to get yeah. that degree. I don't know what the fuck it is. Like I, I I'm bad with that. To stuff, be fair, so half the people don't know what they got their own degree. That's so. true. So like, I feel like some of my friends probably in the same way that I'm like, why is Sean not coming on my picks? Would be like, why the fuck doesn't Brie know my birthday? Yeah. So I feel like there's different things that people like wait as like shows of love mm-hmm. and what's important. Um, but I just like people to publicly tell me I'm hot. Yeah. Mine is like people that look really good in linen usually. Also, it, there's birds squawking <laughs> at you. They're booing you from the streets. <laughs> Ban all linen. Okay. It's actually, it's fucking like September now or something. So you almost linen, linen needs to over, go. Yeah. So you better fucking tell your gals down there. The next will be like there. queen of wearing linen at the wrong time of year. You <laughs> psycho. <laughs> at the wrong time of year. No, white after Labor Day. <laughs> oh my fucking God. Okay. So we're going to get into it. But first I'm just going to restart this little video here. Yeah. 
ding. Okay, so yeah, so for those of you who don't know, um, my sister um, and her husband. Everybody knows. Oh, they know? That they had a baby. They, they figured it out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Surprise! She's had a baby. I've only been posting about it for the last nine months. Her baby's name is Blake, and um, it's doing the thing. It's doing the thing. It's doing the, I'm scared. Okay. We're protective all these. Oh, God. So stressful. <laughs> Being producers of a podcast. So hard. So hard. Um, anyways, her baby's cute as hell, adorable, wonderful, amazing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I was like, is there a punchline? There? there is. I feel like as queer people, which is why Sean and I wanted to talk about this, that if you grow up with siblings that are not queer or best friends that are not queer or whatever, yeah. that are following a more heteronormative trajectory. And I would argue my sister probably has the most yeah. clean cut heteronormative trajectory I've ever seen in the sense that like she went to school, she dated and then, you know, she met the guy. They Isn't got like the engaged. first guy that she met it, on a dating app or something. The first date she ever went in on a dating app. Yeah. She meets the guy. They get engaged like a year later. They get it's literally married. every timeline. <laughs> it's like check, check, yeah. check. They get married, are together for however many fucking years. I don't know. Clearly we found that out. Um, they, you know, have the baby, they've uh, bought the house, they bought the dog. They, so it's like, it's like marriage, dog, house, baby, like check, 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 check. And it's like literally everything but the white picket fence. Yeah. Okay. That's going in next week. Though, that, so. <laughs> yeah. There's <they, laughs> just a little bit of a delay. It's you a know, labor shortage. Everything, yeah. It's, everything's yeah, delayed inflation. these days. <laughs> It's an inflation <laughs> issue. So... All those things are like obviously so wonderful for them and her. Um, But it is, I think, as a queer person, a weird like reflection or mirror, if you will, of the different path that you've taken in life. Yeah. Because I think there was a time in my life before I came out and, you know, when I was really young that like I would have probably assumed that my trajectory would have been somewhat the same. And yeah. I know you cannot plan that. I had like a few years to figure out gay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Just, you know, toss a few of those in. And yeah, whether it was with a man at the time, because like I thought I would end up with a guy. I thought it would be easier. I've talked about that before on the podcast. Or even if it was with a woman, I still assumed kind of that like it would follow the same pattern. And I think that for some people it does in the queer community, but I think we've talked about before as well that as soon as you start unpacking certain portions of life, it's like everything kind of opens up in the way that it's like, oh, wait a second. Well, if I don't have to date a man and I can date a woman... Then, like, do I also have to be married by 25? Do I even want kids? Do I, I can't want, yeah. Have them easily? Yeah, <laughs> like, if I'm gonna have to pay for kids and I'm gonna have to, like. You technically have to pay for all kids, though, Brie. I know. It's <laughs> a tough pill to swallow. Yeah. yeah. But, like, if I'm gonna have to go through all these medical treatments and I'm gonna have to do that, like, you really, like, 
thoroughly ask yourself every step of the way, like, is this something that I want? And I also think it makes it easier to examine that when you're around your chosen family that has like unpacked that in different ways or is on completely different timelines or has decided that they don't want it at all. The pressure stops. So everything just becomes a choice for yourself. And I'm not saying in any way that what I'm, what my sister did is because of pressure or anything like that. I think they're so happy and wonderful and that's exactly what she wanted. But I am saying, I think I would have done those things in that timeline simply out of pressure, simply knowing what I know now about myself. Yeah. So speaking for myself, it's like a weird mirror to look into of like, wow, I thought I wanted that at some point. And it's not necessarily that I don't want that. It's just maybe in a different order or in a different time frame. Or there's things now that have become more of a priority for me to check off my life's bucket list first. And it's just, it's kind of interesting. Like, I don't know. It's, it's. Well, I you did tell the story on your other podcast. Oh yeah, your bigger other <laughs> podcast. But I think the birth of said child mm. was literally such um, hilarious, and uh, well, and also just an eye-opening experience of the differences of your two uh, yeah. two stories. So literally, my sister was supposed to have a C-section on August tenth, and um, due to high-risk complications regarding her pregnancy. And, um, (laughs) she ended up going into labor during pride weekend. And when she went into labor, like I'm already like drunk at pride, like pride weekend for me is like, you might as well this book off a fucking vacation because I am just like, I'm in Vancouver, but I'm really not like, I'm not working. It's partying for four days. It's like, go, go, go event after event. Your pride is like no other pride I've ever seen. It's wild. And so anyways, we're at these events and my sister's gone into labor and I'm like, Oh my God, like, are we going to go to the other events? And she's like, no, no. Like it's going to be like probably like four in the morning or something's going to happen. We'll see you tomorrow morning. And regardless, we couldn't be there for the actual birth anyways. So, um, we were like, okay, all good. Yeah. Cause of COVID. Yeah. Um, so, and at the time she still was expecting to have to have a C-section. So at that point, especially in the like surgery room, you can only have one person. So obviously that was going to be her husband, Jay. Um, so, so anyways, we go to this we go to this event at night and it's, you know, me, Sean and Julia. I think we might've been the only last one standing at that point. It was literally us three. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So we go and, uh, there's this drag show on and I I told this story over when we're having gay sex and it's, it's, it's freaky. It's one of those things that it's like, (laughs) it's so freaky to me because I think people maybe like think I was like doing it up or something, but, um, like making like exaggerating it yeah but like sean can vouch for me that i've probably seen a thousand drag numbers in my life like i go to drag shows all the time that's like a pretty 
reasonable assessment. Totally. Because yeah. like if I went, especially on a regular night, you might see like five numbers. There's nights we've gone with there's like fucking 20 numbers. Yeah, like, like I've seen a lot of drag is what I'm saying. And by no means does that make me an expert, but it means, means that I'm like a regular consumer of it. And I've never seen anyone birth anything on stage Not once. or be a baby on stage. N- both knows none of those things have yeah. happened so we go to this performance and um <laughs> local uh vancouver drag performer rose butch um who many of you found on instagram after they were having gay sex they came on the stage they're a non-binary drag performer and um i was like oh my god yay rose butch is on because they always do a good job so good they're amazing and rose butch go- proceeds to birth a balloon which then pops as like a gender reveal style but it's like the trans color confetti and then they transform which is this part i missed on we're having gay sex they transform into, into the a baby, baby themselves. the yes. baby themselves so then they are on the stage the baby exactly wearing like bloomers and like a baby cap and like this whole thing So I'm watching this and I'm already thinking this is so wild because I'm like, holy fuck, like what are the odds that the day that like my mind is filled with this whole like my sister's in labor stuff, Rose is birthing and then becoming said baby on stage. It was wild, yeah. But then we look down at the phone where we're supposed to be getting updates of like how the labor is progressing. And my dad has messaged and said, Brooke had the baby. And this is like two minutes after Rose has exited the stage. I was literally, so immediately I start like, I'm like, we got to get out of here. Like, I don't know where I was running to, but I was like drunk. It was a lot. We were lost and confused in the midst of this warehouse party. And, uh, (laughs) and I was like, am I tripping out? Am I dreaming? Like at this point, I'm just confused as fuck. And uh, so we go outside and sure enough, basically, during the performance that Rose Butch did, that when they became a baby, that was queer witchcraft for on, sure. For sure, yeah. Um, my sister had her baby, and I was like, "If this isn't the weirdest mirror of where she is in life and where I am, that Brooke's baby is Blake and my baby is Rose." <laughs> You're directly (laughs) translating it. eh? Rose is the baby in my life. I just love how like Brooke Uh, is seeing uh, her own baby. Yeah. Out of love with her husband, all this, and you're wasted like one eye at a warehouse watching a drag show. It's just so it's, beautifully it's poetic. Be- it's so poetic. It's so poetic. And then we leave. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting for an Uber because you literally ran so fast yeah, w- down the street that crying. I lost you. Because I was Do you so remember excited. That? Yes. Yeah, and I texted yes. you, where Wait, are you? I was crying on the phone to my dad because you also have to understand, and I didn't also show this when we're having gay sex because I hadn't, honestly, when we recorded that, it was right after Pratt and I hadn't talked to my sister yet about her experience with the yeah. birth and everything. So I didn't want to share too much about like her experience, but, um, everything went great, but you have to understand 
I thought Brooke needed a C-section due to high risk things that the doctors had told Brooke that basically she was not going to be able to survive pushing a baby out. So um, it was a combo of like, I just saw a quick text and I'm drunk and it's late at night. Like, oh my God. Okay, she had the baby, but like, is she is good? She okay? Is yeah. the baby good? Like, I have no idea what happened. She wasn't supposed to have a C-section till like four to six a.m. this morning, and like, it's one a.m. and the baby's here. Like, what the fuck is going on? Like, so I was just—it was just so many emotions at once, <laughs> drawn on by Rose's <laughs> incredible performance. I got to watch the birth live, basically. Lit- honestly, you were in the fucking. I, I was in the room. operating room. Yeah. So then. You are down the street. I literally have no idea where you are. I call an Uber because I'm like, I'm pretty sure I thought you had already just yeah. got into an Uber yeah. or like stolen a vehicle at this point <laughs> or like we're on a bus or like underground. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I had no idea where you were. So I'm waiting for an Uber. Then I literally hear like, <laughs> and you and Julia start coming back and you're just bawling. <laughs> you show me a photo of the baby and you did the classic thing that every but it's like, look how perfect she is. And I'm like, great baby, especially now giving slay. Babies, when they're fresh, are literally like piles of mucus. Literally and you're like, like, look at this baby. It's literally like a pile of mucus. And I remember her little hand was in a claw formation. And I was like, nice. And I was like, look how perfect Lake is. And I'm so drunk too. And I'm like, okay. You're like, okay, sure, whatever. And then I oh, just went fuck. home. And that, that was that. that was but that. it was a wild ride. It was a wild ride. And. <laughs> Yeah, I think it was funny in a way. I'm like, here I am, like, still at a gay bar, which is where I want to be right now. Like, you're giving your actual birth, I'm sure, as well. (laughs) Live on stage. Maybe Rose can be your, like, doula. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking cat. No? That would be full circle. (laughs) This cannot continue. This cannot continue. Um, people actually slid into Rose's DMs after I talked about it on We're Having Gay Sex. And turns out, give or take a few minutes, <clears throat> Blake and Rose were born approximately about seven minutes apart. Wow. So that's pretty crazy. It's the circle of life. It, it is. It that's is a beautiful crazy. thing. But yeah, so we were laughing about that and just thinking about how it's interesting how different like my path is and Brooke's path is both in like really awesome beautiful ways but I think for queer people another thing I wanted to touch on when we were talking about you know life's milestones and like how they differ like the gauges um (laughs) the gauges I can't um is that another thing you know, I've been thinking about a lot with all of my friends and, uh, you know, friends of friends and friends of yours, friends of Julia's, friends of everyone I hear about is like, there's all these like life milestones that as society we've like decided are like what gets celebrated. Yeah. What gets a gift, if you will. And I hate to say like a gift as if like that's what I need or want, but like, meaning like a physical, like, I don't feel bad saying that. Mo- 
I need her want and gifts. All of it. <laughs> all of it. Yeah. <laughs> like a physical moment of celebration, whether it's like, oh, I'm going to throw you a party yeah. for this or I'm going to like give you a gift. And like there's all these things that as society we've decided are like those moments, right? When you like get engaged, when you have a baby, there's a baby shower. And when you have buy a house, there's a housewarming. And when, when you have you a wedding, have you a get wedding. 30 to 45 mm-hmm. KitchenAid stand mixers. Exactly. Your dream. That's all I honestly. want. Honestly. Um, and for queer people that we need more gifts. don't, ch- we do yeah. we fucking need yeah. more stand mixers. Well, I just think that there's like for people, queer people and not queer people, just people in general that have chosen a different life path. Yeah. Sometimes it makes me sad that for those people, and I wouldn't even say for myself, honestly, because I feel like I'm lucky enough to have like friends and family around me that are like very encouraging and supportive of like my choices and my goals um, without pushing me towards any ones that I've decided to put on the back burner for a while, if you will. Um, But I think for other people, I definitely see them not getting those nods from their parents or not getting those nods from family members or not getting those like celebratory moments for doing things that are not in that traditional timeline. Yeah. I would say I had a very like real, um, understanding Mm -hmm. of exactly that recently Mm -hmm. um when my sister who i love and adore has been in a relationship for like eight years and are like they're like gonna get engaged like it's like one of those long hauls like Mm -hmm. they're just you know there's like they're each other's people yeah that's one side of my family from my parents perspective and then my side (laughs) is like I'm like pushing 30 now and I think I've literally had like nine boyfriends (laughs) (laughs) and it's like so funny to me because I think part of that is like just with time and the internet, I think standards have like changed a Mm -hmm. lot. Like I think younger people are stricter about who they're dating and all this. I think that's part of it. But I also think queer people Mm -hmm. naturally also like just date around more. Yeah. Like, because we didn't have that, like we said with the, you know, delayed delayed adolescent adolescent decayed gate adolescence um we didn't have the like just trying to figure that out in high school so now we're doing that into our like 30s and probably 40s for me but it's just funny to look at that because i'm like on one side they're like not even thinking about who my sister is probably going to get engaged to and to me they're like what nightmare is sean gonna bring (laughs) to the next fucking thanksgiving dinner you know (laughs) surprises around every corner surprises and then i was thinking about it even more and i was like it's so weird like you said that there's all these milestones in life Mm -hmm. right But a huge thing is that it seems like the milestones in life that are celebrated the most have to do with somebody and their partner. Yeah, that's so true. And it's even different with like, it's a good way to put it. I bought an apartment. Yeah. But I have been here for like five years Mm -hmm. and I'm like, Oh, I, you know, eventually want to live by myself. So I've been like thinking about eventually buying Mm -hmm. like my own place so that I don't have a roommate. Lauren bless up. Love you. Um, (laughs) But get the fuck out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I was like the difference of me, you know, buying a Mm -hmm. place. Whereas if my sister or somebody that I know that's in a relationship bought a place with a partner, it's like a a way bigger thing. Like, Oh my God, you guys bought a place together. Together. So true because it seems like a, 
life like literally together milestone like you're building your life together totally. whereas it's i've like, never thought of it that way that's so true though where it's so wild because it's like mm. as a single person no i'm not yeah. saying i need to be like rewarded for it but like no. buying something as a single person or doing anything it's as a single harder. person is even yeah you said it is even more slay I hit the sleigh button. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it's like they're not celebrated. And Mm -hmm. even like things like, like getting a promotion or something, everything when you're with a partner is like tenfold Yeah, because they tell all their friends. It's Mm -hmm. like a whole thing. Whereas like all the accomplishments that you get as a single person. And it's like, you're making moves for us and our relationship. It's like every single milestone that you have Mm -hmm. with a partner is just way bigger, which is like so fucked up. Totally. I'm not like sad about it. Like I do want gifts for all of those in, um, in conversations. backwards. Yeah, for sure. You just write a list. Yeah. First apartment, I guess. So like you guys owe me. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's true. And it's also like, I don't know how to put it. It's like, not that it doesn't matter when it's one person, but people, no, but people's (laughs) perception is very much less when it's not like you're building this together for your like, it's like, Oh, you bought an apartment and you're going to live there alone for a long, a long time. I I haven't experienced that like with being in a long term relationship and just having experienced people say like, it always seems like it comes with like a little asterisk. Like it's like, Oh, that's great. But you're not married yet. Literally. Oh, that's great. But like, you haven't thought about getting engaged. Why? Oh, like that. There's like, it's always has like a butt to it. And it's like, oh, until you get that figured out and it's like, you've confirmed it. Then like the rest doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter almost. Or it's like less impressive. Yeah. Yeah. There's something about it. There's like people expect these like ceremonial moments. Otherwise they're not like credited as much. And again, I don't think either you and I are sitting here like looking for that, like pat on the back, but it is something interesting to think about. And it's also fucking hilarious. Honestly, like my parents are very open people and I, um, and speaking to the fact that they're supportive. I, when I had my, um, show during pride, uh, that many of you came to, thank you for coming. And at the beginning I was doing a bit and just talking about like, just, fucking girls and porta potties and stuff like that. My parents awesome. are in the audience, yeah. right? Like, so they're very, they, sub- they're they, know very they, <laughs> they know me. They're very supportive. Like nothing. I don't feel like I could shock them anymore. Yeah. Um, but like, then I ended Damn, that, will you try? <laughs> yeah. But I ended this whole bit of me like talking about all this like debauchery and being a lesbian during pride and like, etc. by literally saying, Oh, and by the way, my parents are in the audience and my sister's giving them a grandchild and I've gave them tickets to watching me say all of this yeah like that's the contrast right now (laughs) i also this this was a tiktok that i saw Mm -hmm. but i told you this i think as well Mm -hmm. prior to the tiktok but now i'm like i'm just saying that it's tiktok because it might sound like i'm stealing this person's punchline but it was funny because i related to it because i got the exact same thing yeah that i was going like this is how i'm comparing it this is like exciting to my parents as something my sister would do with her partner would be exciting to my parents. Um, I was going to see Lady Gaga in Toronto. Yeah. And 
my dad was asking me if I was going to get my monkeypox vaccine before I went to Gaga, which is like so funny. The layers that to that. so funny. And I was like, oh, I actually got it. And he was like, awesome. Like he was like so happy, happy that I got my monkeypox vaccine yeah. before I flew to Toronto. Yeah. Did to he give you a Lady stand Gaga. mixer? No, oh. I do think I will be coming for that though. Yeah. But I was like, that was really exciting for him. Oh yeah, that was a big moment. <laughs> yeah. For him. Like I got like, in, I got gay engaged right then. No, oh yeah. yeah, he was over the moon. He was like, "Wow, that's awesome!" The yeah, next person he so talked to fun. that day, he was like, "You won't believe Sean." You are, you got, What's new with Sean? Oh, he got his monkey box vaccine. Baby, hadn't <laughs> see Lady Gaga. Yeah. Big things are happening. And I was like, "Wow!" And then yeah, somebody posted TikTok, and it was like my dad asked me if I was getting it before the Chromatica Ball, and I was like, "I'm glad to know that we're at the place <laughs> yeah. that straight dads are comfortable <laughs> enough asking their gay sons if they got their monkey box vaccine." I love that. Honestly, I love that. Transition. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> That's growth. Things That's the gay agenda. That is. That is. Yeah, it's fucking funny. Like yeah. And even that's the thing. Like it's it's funny if you have supportive parents like we do. So we're lucky because like my parents applaud all the things. Like I make jokes about it all the time and uh and it's cute because always after I make the jokes like in public forums on my Instagram stories or on stage or whatever it may be or on here my mom's always like oh no we love what you're doing like they she almost thinks she has to like reconfirm it i'm like no 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 i love that it's just (laughs) fucking funny that i'm talking about dildos on like two public forums and And like sister's teaching a baby how to read literally like that's the contrast here like there's something funny about that but oh fucking thing but that's that's a contrast too. Your sister's buying a house, putting up a white picket fence. Even get you can't even get a camera, camera to last twenty minutes. Seriously, fuck me. <laughs> the one thing I am supposed to be doing. Um, but for people that don't have that, it actually really sucks. Yeah. So like, if you're out there and you're listening and you haven't gotten a pat on the back lately for like working hard at your job or like decorating your place cool or you know, celebrating whatever month, year with your partner that you're not engaged to or not married to or don't have to plan have kids with. Um, like, just know that those moments are still, like, really exciting, even yeah. if your family or friends aren't validating that for you. Or if you're a single person. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. little little milestones, like day-to-day milestones, yeah. are so much more celebrated when you have a partner because you tell your partner. That's and true, you have, you yeah. Know, like, they'll buy you flowers mm-hmm. or make you dinner or something. So just from one single person that doesn't get gifts and celebrations yeah. enough to another, <laughs> um, those are huge milestones still, even the little things, even if you're not hearing it every day. That's true, because I feel like when you have a partner you don't feel like embarrassed telling them things that you're proud of yourself about because it doesn't it doesn't seem like you're bragging because it's your partner so you can be like oh my god like I've been to the gym five times this week I'm really proud of myself because like I've set that goal for myself yeah um whereas like you feel like if you texted a friend that per se I'm not putting words in your mouth but that it would be like, oh, okay, that's kind of out of nowhere. Like, like sure, Bri, I good went for to the you. gym five days a week this week, and oh, you're like, mm, my sister teaching a baby to read. Yeah, so shut so, the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> no, I but yeah, I get that. It's like with your partner, you just kind of like let stuff. Yeah. So also be that person for your friends. Brag They're, to your friends and let your friends brag to you. Full circle. Hype your friends Hype up. Your friends up. Even the ones that are there for you the longest, not just not the just of the linen. not the new flashy queens. <laughs> not of linen. the royalty of linen. 
second. Sometimes you have to be friends with people that don't wear linen. <laughs> and that is a life lesson. That's a life lesson. Seriously. Sometimes you got to be friends with the jesters of linen, you know? Can't always be the queen. No. No. We learned something here yeah. today. You know what? Freedom is somewhere listening and they are thinking this was a well-curated episode. Because, you know, we had points and then we did another point and then we, we brought circled it back, back to the first to the, point. It, it was almost like this had a script. It was so well-crafted. Flawless. <laughs> yeah. Gorgeous. Yeah. You're welcome, Freedom. They were taking notes. They were learning so much. Yeah. Oh, my God. So many questions answered. <laughs> so many. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Well, wherever you are following listening no wherever you're listening <laughs> you should watching, be following yeah and you should also be following and subscribing and writing thank yous and telling me i'm hot in my instagram photos yeah, gifts, gifts as if we were getting engaged stand mixers yes. like every photo we've ever posted <sighs> send us money just straight up cash to just our mailboxes yeah. yeah envelopes yeah yeah i do like a good stack of cash mm. All right, well, until next time, we will <laughs> see you around, around the, the neighborhood. neighborhood. Oh my God, it's so bright. <laughs> <laughs>